morning, I'm going to go to Mark chapter number 10. Mark chapter number 10 in the Word of God. Mark chapter 10. Mark chapter 10. I'm going to begin reading this morning in verse number 46. Mark chapter 10, verse number 46. And I'm going to ask, if you found it, if you couldn't, you would, let's stand out of honor and reverence the Lord this morning as we do read his word. <clears throat> Bible says in verse number 46, chapter 10, the book of Mark and the word of God, God says, and they came to Jericho as went out of Jericho with his disciples and a great number of people, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus. Set by the highway side begging. And we heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth. He began to cry out and say, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And many charged him that he should hold his peace. But he cried the more a great deal. Thou son of David, have mercy on me. Verse 49 says, and Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. And they called the blind man, saying unto him, be of good comfort, rise, he calleth thee. And he, casting away his garment, rose and came to Jesus. And Jesus answered and said unto him, What wilt thou that I should do unto thee? The blind man said unto him, Lord, that I might receive my sight. And Jesus said unto him, Go thy way, thy faith hath made thee whole. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus in the way. Now, Lord, you've been good to us. You've blessed us abundantly today. We ask you, dear Lord, just continually do that. Dear Lord, I just pray now that you gave me this thought, dear Lord, early on in the week. And Lord, I, 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 I struggled this week, dear Lord, to be sure that it was for sure your thought, not mine. But I pray, dear Lord, you'll help me this morning. I need words. I need wisdom. I need, a, I need clear speech, clear thought this morning. Guide us and direct us today, dear Lord, only you can in a wonderful way. And we'll praise you for it. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. And amen. Thank you. you. May be seated this morning. I know this morning in the reading of the Word of God, we're talking about a blind man. I sat over there in Sunday school this morning. I listened to Brother James tell us about a blind man. Now, if you missed a, if you missed a Sunday school class in here this morning, you missed a blessing. If you missed a Sunday school class in here any Sunday morning, you missed a blessing. But I, as I, I, I sat there and I began to listen and I began to think and what God had put on my heart even for this morning. Here blind Bartimaeus is sitting on the highway side begging. And I thought about it. You know, it, it is true. I mean, it, it, the, the word of God is accurate. It's all about healing a blind man in this portion of scripture. But also this morning, it's about being, getting saved, I believe. I, and we can see this morning, God, he, he tells us this and he uses this, but he's, he, he's telling you and I this morning, we need to get saved. Now here in Mark chapter 10, verse number 46, uh, as, as the Lord's writing this down, he gives us the name of the blind man. Now, no, the Lord, the, the God don't normally give us the name of the people necessarily that he does a miracle for. He'll say a leper, a uh, a woman with an issue of blood, uh, a child that died, uh, a, a cripple, a halt, a maim, a, bl a blind, again, but he doesn't always give us a name. But here he gives us the name of Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus. Now, I did a little bit of research on the first of the week, and I found out some amazing things about these two men. All the research I did, I found out that his name is Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus. That's all I could find out about him. 
No history about them. No, no, no. I, I know a little bit of history about Bartimaeus, or yeah, history about Bartimaeus after he met Jesus, but nothing before he met Jesus. Tells me real quickly this morning what happened in my life before I met Jesus ain't even worth writing down. Ain't even worth remembering. Why? It's covered by the blood of the cross. And we just want to see God just work. Here's Bartimaeus sitting on the highway side begging. And I thought about him a lot. I like, Bartim- I like reading about and studying about Bartimaeus. But Bartimaeus was sitting there on the side of the road begging, looking for some help. He couldn't see. Uh, had, I don't know, maybe he's never seen now, I didn't know Bartimaeus, but I did know Blind Bill. I used to pick up Blind Bill, Brother James, and take him to Sunday school. I can't imagine living in a world of total darkness. That you can see nothing. I cannot imagine living there. But then I think I can remember the days that I did live there. Not physically, but I lived there spiritually. Spiritually, I was living in total, total darkness. Had no comprehension who the light of the world was. And to be honest with you, back in them days, I didn't really care. Had no comprehension of him at all. Struggling around in, 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 in life and just, just wasted life. I think of Bartimaeus and there he sat on the side of the road begging. I'm assuming... Bartimaeus looked like probably that I, look, I would look if it wasn't for my wife. Because Bartimaeus, his clothes didn't match. His hair was probably kind of the bad hair deal. And he had a, he had a, a coat on, I'm going to say, that was probably had a tear in it. Had a stain on it. Just wasn't real... Everybody walked by and they looked at him and kind of, ooh, look at that. Just like they would me without the Lord this morning. Bartimaeus is sitting there on the side of the road. Now, I don't know how long he had been sitting there down through the months, the weeks, the years, whatever. I don't know how long he had been there, but I know this. He was blind. I also know he could hear. Because I'm sure as he had sat there numerous, numerous times, he'd hear people walking up and down the road going to Jerusalem. And they talking about this man, Jesus. And as he heard somebody say, I was over there the other day and he healed that cripple guy. Why, man, that's all you've seen is healing a cripple guy? I mean, I was over there in Nain the other month and he stopped the funeral and raised that boy from the dead. Well, and, and this woman with the issue of blood and, and these lepers and, and on and on the story went of the miracles of our Lord. And as he was in, as they, Bartimaeus is just sitting there and he's thinking, he healed that blind man over there. He can probably hear me, heal me. He, he, he raised that boy from the dead. He can probably heal me. He healed that leper. He can probably heal me. He can probably do what I need. And oh my, oh my, I want to, I don't have any money. I'm asking people for money. Not like the folk that stand on the corner down here. He, he, he was, he, he, his only living he had. Boy, I wish I could pay somebody to take me to find Jesus. 
I'd like to be able to receive my sight. I'd like to know what, what does the sunshine look like? They said the sky is blue. What's blue? They say the grass is green. What's green? They say my clothes look ugly. What's ugly? Couldn't see a thing. Didn't know anything. And he's sitting there week after week after week saying, I'm blind. Can you help me? I'm blind. Can you help me? I'm blind. Can you help me? Can you help me? Can you help me? People come by. They'd throw a few pennies in our, in our terminology in. They'd throw a little bit of money down. One of the things I do, in 05, I was in, um, I had the privilege of going to India for three weeks. There's beggars on every street corner and in between in India. They just walk up to you holding their hands out wanting some money. Because if they don't, if they don't, if you don't give them money, then they don't eat today. The thought just crossed through my mind. I saw that. There's a blind man and a, and a woman. The, blind, the man was blind and a leper. And the woman was just a leper. And they come down the street looking for somebody to hand them a piece of money. So they'd have something to eat today. Now spiritually speaking this morning, that's where I was. I had all the worst of everything around me and about me. And I, I couldn't do anything. Had nothing. That's what Bartimaeus was physically and spiritually as well. He didn't have anything. He couldn't do nothing. Destitute. Destitute. Oh, if I could only find Jesus. If I could only find Jesus. I can remember in my life, personally, I can remember going to church April 2nd, 1973. I sat up toward the front somewhere. I don't remember exactly that night. But I remember sitting there and the, whole, and the man of God preaching and the Holy Spirit of God getting a hold of my heart. I can remember the God telling me that I'm, I'm lost and I'm going to die and I'm going to go to hell unless I get saved. Now, I was 17 years old and I didn't care what anybody thought. I thought. I didn't care. None of that stuff bothered me. But when Jesus spoke to my heart that night, I knew he was right. And I was wrong. And I left that service that night. Went home and I was miserable that night. Matter of fact, I got home, got a shower, went to bed. And I was afraid to go to sleep. Because I thought if I go to sleep, I'm going to die in my sleep. At least if I'm awake, I'm going to know I'm dying. How smart is that? <laughs> but I knew I was going to die. I can remember getting up the next morning and getting ready to go to school. Man, and, and when you're 17 years old, let's just be honest, you ain't very smart. Sorry, man. <laughs> I done been there. A long time ago, but I done been there. But I can remember getting up and I can remember getting on the school bus and I can remember heading for school. And every time we'd get ready to pass a car, I'd say, on the school bus, because I knew if I was in a wreck and I got killed, I'm going to die and go to hell. I went to school and people say, what's wrong with you? Nothing's wrong with me, man. Leave me alone. 
Leave me alone. I go to my, and I didn't really, I don't remember school that much that day. I just remember I didn't pay attention to anything. I can remember that day saying, Lord, if you'll let me live long enough to get back to church tonight, I'll get saved. I'll get saved. One of the things I can remember about school, I'm getting away from it. I'm trying to move on real quickly. School, we had a flight of steps. Probably two more steps than the platform is. 17 years old, we weren't real smart. I don't know why we did this. We'd always walk up them steps, a bunch of us. We'd take our books, throw books out there in the, down the stairs. Because of age and disability, I won't demonstrate it to you. <laughs> but we used to jump down them steps. Now, we got the world by the tail, man. Now, how smart was that? Yeah, 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 you ain't hitting on much there. I'll agree with you. That wasn't, that wasn't smart. But this is what I can remember doing that day. I can remember walking up to them steps. I took them books and I went. Because I knew if I threw them books down there, I was going to have to jump. And I knew if I jumped because all my buddies is watching me. And if I, don't, if I don't land right and I fall and I break my neck, I'm going to die and go to hell right here. I took him books and I put them up under my arm and I held on to them real tight. I walked over them steps and I grabbed hold of the handrail. I made it one step at a time going down that rail. Like I do now. <laughs> What's wrong with you, man? Nothing wrong with me. Shut up and get out of here. You know what's wrong with me? Jesus was passing by. Jesus was passing by. I had, a, I had a, 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 a vision, if you want to call it that. I could see myself dying without Christ and going to hell. And I didn't, want, I didn't know what hell was, but I, didn't know, I knew I didn't want to go. Oh, and I spent that day miserable. I spent that day miserable. Here, my handrail. Let's get find my handrail. Can't get back up steps. I remember school was out finally. I walked, I went out, got on the bus and was terrified all the way home. We got home. I told my mother, I'm going to church tonight. She said, well, we'll go with you. And we did poor, poor people back in them days. We'll go with you. Honestly, it isn't right. My mother's in heaven this morning. I didn't care if they went or not. I knew I had to go. Because I done asked God, if you let me live long enough to get that church back up there, I, I want to get saved. I want to get saved. Walked in that night, I sat back there, probably behind where Miss Brittany's sitting, that little church. I didn't, want to, I didn't want anybody to sing. I didn't want anybody to preach. I didn't want to take up an offering. Oh, that happened this morning, didn't it? I didn't want to take up an offering. I didn't want nothing. I just wanted the guy to get up and say, come get saved. That's so I come get saved. What's happening? Jesus is passing by. Jesus is wanting to do something in my heart. Jesus is wanting to do something in my life. Of course, they did sing. The man did preach. Brother Clifford Rice preached. He was a um, moonshiner out of Kentucky before God saved him. Now, Brother Rice was, was, was a kind of large man, 
Back in 1973, it was popular. Some of you guys probably still got them old sweater vests that we used to wear. Brother Rice come in, had that white shirt on, that sweater vest, that tie on. Now, Brother Rice was bald-headed. The hair was missing off the center of his head. And Brother Rice would get to preaching and get to sweating. He'd dig in that pocket. He'd get that handkerchief out. And I've seen him many a time take that handkerchief, wipe that head back, keep that sweat out of his eyes. Be honest, I didn't care what he said that night. I want to go get saved. I've seen Brother Rice sweat and take that handkerchief and lay it on his head like that and just keep preaching. <laughs> and once in a while he'd get off and I've seen him wring it out before. Oh, I'm, I'm going somewhere. Hey, what was happening to me in that time? At that time, Jesus was passing by. Just like Bartimaeus sitting there on the roadside begging. Hey, when Jesus passed by, I, I was as smart that day. I wasn't nearly smart as, I'm a, I wasn't nearly smart as the day before as I am that day. Because now, just like Bartimaeus, I'm saying, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And all day at school, everybody was saying all sorts of different stuff, and I didn't really care. I was only focused in on one thing. I wanted God to have mercy on my soul. I wanted God to be, be willing to accept me. I wanted him to come into my heart. But I didn't know how to get him into my heart. I didn't know what to do. But he, Brother Rice preached that night and he finally got to the invitation. I know you feel that way sometimes too, right? Shoo, finally, it's invitation time. No, I wasn't, I wasn't trying to get out the door. I was trying to get in the door. I was trying to go through. Jesus said, I am the door. I was wanting to get through that door and I was wanting to come to God and I was wanting to see God do something in my heart and in my life. Now, I was sitting back there where I said, and I was on purpose now, I sat on the end of the pew. I'll use this at the end of my pew. I sat right there and I can remember it. Oh, I thought, my, if he'll just tell me what God will, he just give me a chance, just give me a chance. He started giving the invitation and the devil said, you better not do that, boy. Don't do that. If you go up there, everybody's going to see you. Everybody's going to think, what's up with you? They all know how tough you are. Well, that's a lie right there. I wasn't tough. I was just stupid. Don't go up there. Don't go up there. Same thing happened to Bartimaeus. Jesus, our son of David, have mercy on me. Bartimaeus, would you be quiet? Bartimaeus, shh, shh. Man, look at you, Bartimaeus. You're a mess. Bartimaeus says, I can't look at me. I can't see. I don't know what's going on. I just know that I need help. And that's the way that I was that night, standing back there in that pew. I don't know anything about me, and I don't know anything about God. The only thing I know is I need help, and I know they said that he'll help me. But if you've been, I, when I stood there that night, my feet weighed a million pounds each. I could not seemingly move. I just couldn't. I wanted to so bad, but I just couldn't move. 
Stand in that pew. I can still see it tonight. I bowed my head with tears running down my face, dripping in the floor. And I said, God, I want to get saved. But I can't do this by myself. Would you send somebody to help me? As soon as I raised my head, and I had no sense about my head. As soon as I raised my head, a, a friend of mine sitting on the front row, was a two, two, didn't have three sections, had two sections on the other side, sitting on the front row, he turns and comes back down the aisle. And I thought, yes, here he comes. Here he comes. I was already thanking God for sending him back, and I'm not even saved. And I... But Keith Carnahan, he walked down that aisle and walked right past me. I about had a heart attack. I thought my only chance of getting saved just walked away. Oh, my. And I'm standing there crying. Because I don't want to die without Jesus. And I don't want to go to hell. Again, I didn't know how, what hell is like. I know a little bit more about it today. I know that it's over 9,000 degrees. And I don't want to play any part of that. Oh, but Keith Carnahan walked back past me, stopped in the back of the building, stood there for a moment, come back up, and he stood right next to me and he said, uh, John, I don't want to embarrass you. I just wanted to know, yes. Did you want to get saved tonight? I said, yes, I want to. Now, you don't have to if you don't want to. I just wanted to know. I want to. Now, I didn't want to embarrass you, but I just wanted to come to you. I felt like I needed to come talk to you. But, you know, I don't want to, you don't have to go if you don't want to. I, I looked at him and said, Keith, I want to. He said, you do? <laughs> and, I wa and he and I stepped out. We walked down, and I knelt right there. Much smaller platform, but I knelt right there in the pulpit was right there. And I asked Jesus to come into my heart and save me. Now back to Bartimaeus for just a moment there. He is sitting on the highway side begging. Nobody cares about Bartimaeus. They throw him a little bit of change every once in a while. They, they, they laugh and mock and make fun of him. And they, 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 just, they just don't want nothing. Man, poor old Bartimaeus. He's, just, he's a mess. But Bartimaeus heard a fantastic story, like you've heard this morning. Bartimaeus heard that Jesus loves him. Jesus can heal him. Jesus can help him. Jesus can do whatever he needs in his life. And he heard the crowd coming. Where's everybody going? Hey, what's up? Hey. Hey. Finally find somebody gets hold of their, their coattail and jerks on the... Hey, what's going on? Would you quit that, man? Jesus is coming by. Wow. Jesus is coming by here? The one to heal the blind, to heal the halt, to heal the maimed, to raise... He come, he's coming by? Yeah, just shut up, man. We don't want him to see you. Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Be quiet, Bartimaeus. Somebody get rid of that guy. And they told him, you need to be quiet. He won't want nothing to do with you. Now, I know people today, there may be somebody sitting in this room. I don't know today. There may be somebody sitting in this room. You think Jesus don't care about you. There may be somebody watching live stream that thinks Jesus don't care about you. 
You may be somebody riding down the road now on the, we listen to it on the radios thinking, Jesus doesn't care about me. That's a lie of the devil. Jesus loves each and every person in the world. He wants all of us to be saved. Wherever we are, whatever's going on, God wants us to get saved. God wants to make a difference in us. The more they told him to be quiet, the more he hollered. Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Let me catch the verse right quick here. Verse number 49 says, and Jesus stood still. This morning, if you'll call on Jesus, you got his attention. Jesus, I know, I know, I, I, I get it. It happens all the time. Uh, I walk past people and don't even see them sometimes. People say, well, I waved at you the other day. Where was you at? Well, you looked right at me. Well, I'm sorry, I didn't see you. My Lord's never been that way. My Lord, for me or you or anybody else, God, he's never been that way. But Jesus stood still there in verse number 49 and commanded they brought him unto him. And when, when Jesus said, bring him up here. And now all of a sudden, everybody's on Bartimaeus' side. Come on, Bartimaeus. He wants to help you out, boy. Come on. Now, now just talking about people for a moment. They're going to say something. I, I, got, I got him to stop for you. No, you didn't. He stopped because he loved Bartimaeus. And they brought him up to Bartimaeus. The Bible says when he stood up to get ready to leave, he took his garment off, cast his garment aside. Now, what's that a picture of this morning? I have no self-worth as for salvation. I can do nothing I can't be good enough. I can't be good looking enough. I can't have enough money. I can't be talented enough. There's nothing about me that deserves salvation. Salvation is, salvation is a free gift to God. And when I come to God to get salvation, I got to uh, uh, throw away all the other stuff. Well, you know, I'm not that bad. I had a man tell me that one time. I'm not all that bad. Well, yeah, we're really all that bad. We really are. The truth of the matter is, when it comes to salvation, it's not about what I've done or not done. It's about Romans 5.12 says, Wherefore, by one man sin entered the world, and death by sin. Therefore, death have passed upon all men, in that all have sinned. All have sinned. And that sin that you inherited from Adam today is what Jesus went to the cross to die for. And he said, Bartimaeus said, Lord, there's nothing in me that's any good. There's nothing in me that's any Lord, there's nothing here. Lord, there's nothing. There's nothing. Oh, Lord, would you help me? And he come to the Lord. And as he come to Jesus, Jesus said, I'll paraphrase. What you want, boy? 
the redneck version of it. What you want, boy? What would thou that I was doing to thee? What do you want, boy? What do you want? Thought crossing my mind now. What's my desire from Jesus this morning? If I'm sitting here or I'm listening live stream or the radio or however it is today, have you ever been saved? Have you ever really truly accepted Christ as our Savior? Out of a repentant heart, ask Jesus to come in and save me. If not, that ought to be the desire of our heart this morning, is to see God come in and make a difference here for us. Bartimaeus said, Lord, that I might receive my sight. An unsaved person is blind in the world. Maybe I should say in the light of eternity, an unsaved person is a blind person. You can't see the good. I hear people all the time cursing God because of how bad the weather is or this is or just how bad everything is. Man, I told somebody again this morning, I say it all the time. I got out of bed this morning by myself. I took a shower by myself. I dressed myself after my wife picked my clothes out. I dressed myself. Some things after almost 40 years I'm still not allowed to do. But I'm so blessed. God is taking care of us and God is helping me. And God not, yes, he saved me and gave me a home in heaven, but man, handfuls on purpose on the road, man. God's blessed us so much. He's done so much for us. Oh, my, here this morning, if you've never asked Jesus to save you, I'd encourage you to ask Jesus to save you today. Let God make a difference in your heart and your life today. Let God guide and direct us today like he wants to. Lord, that I might receive my sight. Lord, would you move into my heart is what he's saying. God, would you move into my heart? Would you move into my life? Would you make a difference for me? And Jesus said, go thy way, thy faith hath made thee whole. I don't get saved by doing anything. I get saved by faith, believing that God will. That's how we get saved. Believing that God will keep his word, doing, believing that God will do what God said he will do to see God make a difference in us this morning. Oh, my and what happened to Bartimaeus, sir? When he had faith to believe that God would heal him, the Bible says, and immediately he received his sight. Immediately he received his sight. I don't get saved passing a test. I get saved by faith, by grace through faith. Immediately. Immediately. Had a man tell me one time, I'm almost saved. I got a few more pages and I'll be saved. Broke my heart. We're saved by asking Jesus to come into our heart and to save us from our sin. 
One of the things I noticed again the other day when I was looking over this portion of Scripture, and I'll be done. The Bible says here in verse number 52, uh, And Jesus said unto him, Go thy way, thy faith made thee whole, and immediately he received his sight, and followed Jesus in the way. And followed Jesus. And followed Jesus. When Jesus moves in, he gives us a desire to be in his presence. He, want, he gives us that desire to be able to get up close to him and just learn of him. Just to see God. Oh yeah, I'm not talking about we don't have all them big old letter degrees and everything behind our name. I'm not talking about that. But just to know him. That's my desire for me, for my family, for the people that I'm around today. That I'm, Philippians 3.10 says that I may know him and the power of his resurrection, the fellowship of his suffering, being made conformable unto his death. That I may know him, not just in salvation, but I may know him. But James told us in Sunday school this morning, introduce yourself to people. Well, I, we've been here now for a little while. I'd be hard-pressed to call everybody's name in here this morning. I'll be honest. Now, whose fault is that? That's my fault. What have we got to do? I've got to learn them. I've got to be around them. got to see God. You've got to develop that relationship with them and let God work. But that's what that fellowship, that relationship this morning is what God wants to do for us. He wants to work in our heart. He wants to work in our life. He wants to make a difference. But all oh, this morning, what about us? I believe this morning, my whole heart. Somebody here today, you may not have realized that when you walked in this morning, but you're looking for Jesus. You're looking for Jesus. You may have religion, but do you have Jesus? Might have been baptized, but did you get saved? Might have been through these classes, but have you ever got forgiveness of sin to see God work in our heart and life? Oh, my, this morning, God loves you so much. The, the song Miss Brittany sang about he gave his life for me, for you, so we can have life. So that he can work through us and in us to make a difference. If someone would give their life for us, We'd want to do all we can to uh, give back to that person, wouldn't we? If you was uh, out there on the side of the road and a car was coming by and somebody walked uh, and they, you was about to get hit and somebody walked up and pushed you out of the way and you didn't get hit and they did and they lost their life, you'd be so thankful for them and you'd do anything you could do to help that family. Why won't we do something for the Lord? To let God see how thankful we are this morning. But he followed him in the way. Followed him in the way. Can I say as well this morning right quickly? Jesus does not save you in your sin. Jesus saves you from sin. Not in sin. Uh, 2 Corinthians 5, 17 says, Therefore, if we man be in Christ... He's a new creature. Old things are passed away. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things become new.
takes off the work of the flesh and, and all the things and puts on us a robe of righteousness, a spotless robe of righteousness. Oh, my, this morning. I can trade my old tattered garments in and get a, a robe of righteousness that I don't deserve. But he's willing to give us. He gave me on April 3rd, 1973, when I got saved. Oh, my, today. If you're sitting here this morning and you're not saved, I, I beg, please, 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 ask Jesus to save you today. Well, I got, I, I'll do it later. I don't have, I don't have later. We don't know. We don't know. Yeah, I could live another hundred years. I don't expect to, but we could live another hundred years. We also may not live another hundred seconds. The Bible says that today is the day of salvation. It says, call upon the Lord while he is near. Today, would you ask Jesus to save you? Today, while there's still time, ask God to save you. I think I'm, I'm not that bad. No, it's not, it's not how good or how bad I am. It's have I, has Jesus forgiven me of my sins? Am I saved? Am I on my way to glory? Let God work today. Let's let God make a difference in us.